Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are one day closer to Friday than we would normally be at the beginning of a week here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. Oh, that's Holly Roberts. <laughs> Colleen will be back with us next week. I hope you had a happy, fabulous fourth. Holly, before we get to the most pressing story of the day, which has to do with our good friend Britney Spears, we're gonna find out why her lawyers are coming for. Uh, one of the former conservatorship people in just a moment. But before we get there, yes, I would like to do some housekeeping. Great. By that, I mean, you were actually in our My Talk house last week, opened the freezer, and somehow found yourself in the next chapter of a tale here at My Talk that involves one large turkey breast. Oh. Or did. Can you... Please fill me in, Turkey Correspondent Holly Roberts. Oh, thank you, Bradley Trainer. I found a note, Bradley. So Friday, Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show, always at 1.15 p.m., we do a little cheat day Friday. Ooh, yeah, what did you guys cheat on? Oh, wait, I know what you did, but anyway, tell me. Well, we tried strawberry Frosties from Wendy's. Where'd they go? They were pretty good. Okay, good. But I didn't want to eat all of my strawberry Frosty from Wendy's. Of course not, because at- Holly is a very health-conscious individual. Well, I wanted to save it for later. Yeah, yeah. So I went into the freezer. I was going to put my Frosty in the freezer. Okay. And lo and behold, I found a Post-it note. Huh? And written on that Post-it note, Bradley, okay. in handwriting not my own, it said, who ate the turkey? I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it exactly yeah, in no, front of me fine. right now. Hold on a second. We're going to get to the evidence. It said, who took my turkey? Who took my turkey? <laughs> no, and that's not a new sitcom coming Thursdays on Fox. Yeah, that turkey clip just keeps going if you <laughs> yeah, forget yeah, about it. Yeah. Okay, so so somebody left a post-it. Now, for the audience that doesn't remember, we found a turkey breast yes. in our freezer. Yes. And we were like, this turkey... And, very quickly, uh, I, I I inquired about the turkey breast. People were like, oh, that's been in there for months. And I was like, well, does anybody else think it's weird that there is a full uh, turkey breast in our freezer for months? We don't cook here from scratch. We don't have the <laughs> scratch kitchen at my talk. No, we don't, unfortunately. And so we went on this journey to figure out who at my talk had dumped and forgotten a like six pound turkey breast. Um, we never did figure out who owned the turkey breast, but we did prepare it live on the air using an Instant Pot fully frozen. We sure did, and Rocco actually ate some of it. He did, and survived to tell the tale. Yeah, because it looked a little gray. <sighs> yeah, it looked, say that. it looked a little weird, but we did prove on air you can cook a turkey breast from frozen in an Instant Pot within the production 
of a midday radio program. You absolutely can. So you are saying that perhaps the original owner of the turkey breast now showed up a few months late, not surprising because they left that thing in there for months, to find out what happened to their turkey breast? Yeah, there was a passive-aggressive note left in the freezer. Now, I don't know how long that note had been in the freezer, Hadn't been in the freezer for a couple of months. Looked like it had been sitting there for a hot second because the paper was kind of soggy. But still, still, someone had the nerve. I know, like the nerve. Um, did you think this was like your 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 turkey holding space? Thank you. This is this is a community fridge where people keep their food. But you didn't claim your darn turkey for months. So guess what? It became community. It's our turkey now. <laughs> community turkey. Yeah. So that happened, Bradley, while you were away. Okay. For so the big long things holiday. clearly big. happened, which is very typical over a holiday weekend Huge. for breaking news. Mm-hmm. But there is some breaking news. And let's get right to it. Let's get the Cobra gang together. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. Also, if you did own that turkey breast, please come forward and show yourself. Don't speak through post-its. No. Let's talk about Britney Spears. Please. There is a story that I saw in preparation for the show today about her attorneys claiming that somebody involved formerly in the conservatorship, oh, might actually have not only been responsible for helping create that conservatorship, but also bilking that conservatorship for millions of dollars. Ooh. Do you want to know who I'm talking about? Well, of course I do. Well, let me put on my legal eagle hat. Hold on, I forgot. Hold on. Where is that? I think it's over here. Yes, hi, I'm Bradley Trainer, a legal expert with no legal training, which is perfect for talk radio. Because there's a lot of people talking about things they're not qualified to talk about. Anyway, back to Britney Spears. So it's not surprising to you, Holly Roberts, that Britney Spears' attorneys are claiming that TriStar Entertainment helped not only create the conservatorship, but also got $18 million in return from Britney's estate. Wow. That's probably not super shocking to you, right? Not super shocking. However, the $18 million is a big sum of money. Exactly. And we know this because, tri- uh, excuse me, uh, her uh, attorney, um, uh, Matthew Rosengart is her attorney, right? They filed paperwork, um, I'm assuming last week. And in those filings, they claim that TriStar uh, Sports and Entertainment Group, which is led, by the way, by its founder, Lou Taylor, who we've talked about ad nauseum in the you know saga of Britney's conservatorship, Uh, that from 2008 to 2020, the company was hired by the singer's father, Jamie Spears, around the time that he he, uh, placed his daughter in a conservatorship, and that as a result, they were able to amass $18 million in return. And to your point, not surprising, but also, this is the first time we've got actual paperwork, actual legal filings, that could get us closer to people being held accountable for this, by all accounts, terribly uh, unhealthy and perhaps illegal conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're finally getting some of these legal receipts, so to speak, because if they are being filed officially, that means that Matthew Rosengard and Team Britney Spears feel like they have enough evidence to put this forward to the court. This is fascinating because we're getting... Now we're starting to understand, I think as we get more of these pieces of information, 
we're getting a bigger idea of the picture of what exactly mm-hmm. Britney Spears was dealing with because on Britney Spears' Instagram, she's coming at it from a very personal angle. Oh. She's coming at it, you know, I mean, we've seen Britney Spears oh, yeah, go yeah. off on her in family general, saying, in general, okay. in general. She hasn't said anything specifically. Got it. But this gives us a bigger picture of what exactly was going on with her conservatorship. Yeah, and and I think that, you know, kind of like some other investigations I've seen in the world. Awkward silence. Um, It is important to do the actual legwork. Like we all at the beginning of this moment, meaning post conservatorship for Britney, like once the conservatorship was was destroyed, ended, however you want to look at it. Yeah. We all thought, go after Jamie Lynn Spears, or Jamie Spears, her dad. Yeah, right, Jamie. Ah. Go, go after Lou Taylor. <laughs> go after TriStar Entertainment and its employees. Go after Robin Greenhill. That was the assistant to Lou Taylor. Uh, I almost said Lou Dobbs. Uh, go after him too. Go after Lou Dobbs. I have a beef with Lou Dobbs in heaven. It goes all the way back to the nineties. But um, regardless, <laughs> like. You, we all knew that this was shady. Yes. We all smelled the shady. Yes. Right? We all uh, understood that these people were probably up to no good. We got a big whiff. Oh, yeah. But now we've got action. But it's important if you want to actually have the payoff, meaning that the, those who we believe are accountable are held accountable. Um, if you want to have that, you have to do the due diligence. And so that's why it's good to see this first step by Matthew Rosengart, Brittany's attorney, filing this paperwork in court saying that, um, you know, again, just to be clear, uh, uh, the filing, again, just claims that they received $18 million. Like, you have to put those facts on paper and then you need to prove your case. And this this is getting us closer to that inevitability, which means that there could be, even though we all know it and we all feel it, and Brittany probably doesn't need that money back, she'll be fine. Yeah. But there's there's just there's it's important. Otherwise this will continue to happen and people will not be held accountable. And so the cycle will just continue. So I that's why I think it's just refreshing, even though this is perhaps not the most earth earth shattering news, um, that we're finally seeing action in court. Absolutely. Also Investigating TriStar Entertainment perhaps can pull back the curtain on how this is a part of the music industry system, meaning that TriStar Entertainment, an organization, a management organization, they're not, Britney Spears is not their only client. There have been lots of high profile celebrities that have worked with Lou Taylor and TriStar Entertainment. Some of those people include back in the day now i don't know who exactly they're repping in 2022 yeah but bradley here are some of the names that have crossed through tristar over the decades reba mcintyre martina mcbride for florida georgia line steven tyler gwen stefani priyanka chopra justin timberlake the backstreet boys jennifer lopez tristar entertainment client so this is big business and in the entertainment industry okay it leads to curiosities and questions. Yeah. If this is happening it's, to Britney Spears, legitimately one of the biggest stars on planet Earth. Yeah. What is happening to people who are underneath Britney Spears' star caliber? Exactly. Who have even less agency, who have even less star power and pull and control behind the scenes and have less talented people trying to defend them, unlike her uh, attorney, Matthew Rosengart. And I could go into detail in the denials. I will say that TriStar, Lou Taylor, and Robin Greenhill have all denied that TriStar was involved in any way in the creation of the conservatorship. And they also say that um, 
the accusations that they took $18 million from the conservatorship. Uh, they say that's misleading. You can read those ad nauseum. I just hope, you know, from a pop culture standpoint and from an audience standpoint, like I want, it's kind of like that two track Amber Heard, Johnny Depp story where yeah. like, I want like justice to be done yes. for Britney and anybody else. So that to your point, everyone is more secure and safe in their, you know, personhood and art. But also, so there's like the justice part, but then there's also the court of public opinion. And I think this story has yet to be told to an audience, those of us in the court of public opinion. And I hope that these developments and an eventual trial or investigation will allow somebody in the creative world to share with us this story, because I do think it's a fascinating story. When you read about how Lou Taylor got involved with Britney Spears, when you read about how Lou Taylor got her start, when you read about what her and her husband are up to now, I think there's just a huge story here that needs to be told, not only because it's entertaining, but frankly, because it will have real world implications on how people are able to uh, be successful in their own careers or not. Yeah. Yeah. All of those things I did before we leave looking at this PR story in variety about TriStar Entertainment, the way that they framed their relationship to Britney Spears. But perhaps Taylor's most significant signing is Spears, who became a TriStar client after a period of personal and professional drama in the late 2000s. Not only did Taylor help get Spears affairs in order, but she was one of the architects of her residency in Las Vegas. Yeah. So that they are a, they are an entity for good. Meanwhile, we're now getting receipts that perhaps that was a little bit more of a complicated relationship. Well, how could they be bad? I mean, uh, their daddy went to their church. Oh, that's right. They were all just real good friends and doing all the right things and trying to be successful and daddy lo- to see here. Daddy loves you, honey. Oh. Don't even get me started. Okay, but we are started, which means that when we come back, Holly is going to have some updates from Hollywood, including but not limited to another Vegas act that we need to get some updates on. Adele, when we return right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood and beyond, like Vegas, for example, we'll find out why in a moment, is Holly Roberts. Hi, Halls with the Dirt Alert. Hey, we're going to Las Vegas via London, and that's because Adele is talking about her decision to postpone her Las Vegas residency, despite what she calls a brutal backlash. Okay. Mm-hmm. So okay. shame on you. Okay, so it's my fault that I expected you to, I don't know, at least give us an update uh, or by that, I mean to those who actually are still holding tickets, costing hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. But tell me more about why the backlash was so brutal. Well, uh, Adele over the weekend did a series of concerts over in Hyde Park in London. And she sat down with BBC Radio 4 and was talking about her Las Vegas residency as that is yet to happen. Now, look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. 
You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Adele told the BBC that, oh, so I could put it together and <laughs> okay. make it bark and awkward. That's not your best impression, huh? <laughs> well, it's close, though. Uh, she said she stands by that decision. And she stands by not putting on her residency and canceling it at the last minute. Now, she said she was devastated that she had to cancel the shows, but insisted it was the right move. She said, I definitely felt everyone's disappointment and I was devastated. I was frightened about letting them down. I thought I could pull it together and make it work and I couldn't. And I stand by that decision. Now, the criticism that she faced for canceling at the last minute in Las Vegas, it made her a shell of a person. Okay, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, no, it didn't actually. I, I, you know, th- this is all fair and, and like, I'm glad, you know, it, uh, I don't disagree with anything she's saying. I just think like, how many months are we in now? Well, she that canceled was, the shows in January. I was going to say, so we're seven months in. Yep. And she still, she, does she give an update? Um, she did give an update at one of her concerts over the weekend, telling the audience that she would announce new dates for her Las Vegas residency shows very, very soon. Okay. I mean, that's, I just think like, until you do that, all this other stuff is going to sound tone deaf or at the very least, because it's already optically uncomfortable, right? She's over in London performing. Yes. Presumably not like a Vegas residency style show. But she's able to draw thousands to a concert that she's able to do. So it's just like until she gives new dates, everything she does is just going to look like or give an opportunity to people to say, hey, what's going on? Why can't you do them uh, Vegas shows? Yeah. And by all means, these concerts in Hyde Park that Adele performed at over the weekend, huge success. Thousands of people. I don't have a count number for the crowd, but it's a sea of humanity all there watching Adele. She put on several shows, and these, in fact, were her first two concerts in five years that she had performed. Now, uh, Adele said of canceling her Las Vegas shows out, postponing, we should, uh, you know, she hasn't canceled them yet. But she said, I just... If she canceled them, the ticket holders could get their money back. Right. But because they're postponed, somebody's been earning interest on all that money. Go ahead. Yeah, well, she said, (laughs) I just had to wait it out. And just grieve it, I guess. Just grieve the shows and get over the guilt. But it was brutal. Mm. Yeah, I, I just mean, I think, tears on my pillow a little I bit. I know, and I and and I know, like that's probably genuine. Yes, like she's not lying. No, but there is perhaps this level she's now achieved of what I like to call well, it's not Oprah level rich, but it's like Oprah level fame, where your tragedies in life are very different than most people's tragedies. So when you speak in superlatives, it just sounds kind of tone deaf, like you're a shell of a person. I think actually there are probably 20 other examples of people who are a shell of their former selves, and it didn't have to involve canceling a very lucrative uh, job. Well, right. And when she's talking to the BBC, Adele sounds like, well, it was really hard for me to cancel all of these shows. And I had to grieve that can't that process and all of that where, you know, like you said, Bradley, meanwhile, there are thousands of people who are idly waiting. Perhaps they can't get access to funds that they need in order to out. I don't know. Eat. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's not cent- she's centering herself in this yeah. moment and not the fans, which yeah. is kind of a messaging criticism. Yeah, a little bit of a PR air. Hey, congratulations to Lindsay Lohan. She announced over the weekend on her Instagram account that she's marrying. Yay! Yay! This is Bader Shamus. Yes, this is Bader Shamus. He's some kind of businessman. As far as I can tell. And she announced that she uh, she got engaged to him last November. And Lindsay Lohan did it in a very stealth way because she posted a photograph of herself and Bader. And in the caption, she referred to herself as being married. Very okay. low key. Very low key. But are we going to have an actual ceremony? And will we be invited? Somebody oh. needs to Facebook message Dina. Well, you guys are BFF. Actually, I should probably do that. Yeah, I feel like Dina Lohan and you, Bradley... Have a nice communication with each other. Well, she does respond and usually with emojis. I just, I'm, you know, because people have said, why don't you reach out more? And I'm like, because I don't want to like, I want to save that. Yes. For when we need it. When we need it. This might be when we need it. (laughs) The celebrity currency. Hey, didn't Colleen even offer to officiate any kind of ceremony? Because Colleen can actually do that. Hey, finally, Woody Allen, according to Variety, is looking to make a movie in France. He doesn't have the money yet. Oh, I wonder why. Oh, yeah. Oh, he doesn't have the money yet. No, he doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good luck to him. Uh huh. We wish you the best, sir. No good luck to him. Okay, bye. Holly, thank you so much for those uh, updates. Of course. All of them. And when we come back, our good friend Donna Valentine joins us for a very special episode of Blinded by the Item right here on My Talk 1071. We love juicy gossip on the Colleen and Bradley shoe on My Talk 1071. Hello. We've been around for 10 years, and you're welcome. I'm Bradley Trainer. Colleen will be back with us next week. Holly here. And we have actually, I said we had the very special guest, Donna Valentine, for Blinded by the Item. But no, we have two special guests. What? Yes. Hi. I'm Grant. Hello, everybody. Oh, sorry. I didn't know if you were just going to run the Blinded by the Item. I'll roll that beautiful blue Do footage. Blinded by the Item. Yes, Grant. Grant's here. Sorry. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. We've got a full house. Of folks ready to solve some celebrity gossip mysteries. Now, I will tell you that pretty much all of these blind items have been confirmed, meaning we know who these uh, these blind items are about. The reason we know that is because every 4th of July weekend, NT Lawyer has a blind item revealing spectacular. Bonanza. A bonanza, <laughs> if you will. A cornucopia. A buffet of little treats that he has solved for us. That makes Holly's job very easy. Or I should say, much easier. There you go. Well, let's start with... Sometimes he shows up and he doesn't have anything good. Yeah. I mean, these are curated. Yeah. So All you're right. welcome. Here's your first celebrity <laughs> gossip mystery. Now, these are a couple of uh, of little sexy celebrity gossip mysteries. Ooh. This one named A-list singer, not named Madonna, hooked up with this musician who has an infamous sex tape. Ooh, a musician with a sex tape. I'm going to leave this to you guys because I know you're both... Oh, and they're both taking notes. I oh, I have to. It. You go too fast. Stop I want to commend you. <laughs> Always. Oh. Okay, so uh, is the musician with the sex tape Tommy Lee? Good question. That's a good guess and oh. ding for you. Thank you. I, I don't know who this is, who's by the way. Who's been in I'm, his bed? A-list singer, one name. Who's not so. Madonna. Well, we know it's not going to be like Adele. Well, yeah, no. It's no. going to be... Um, I will tell you this and give you a hint. I think where the permanent A-lister lives is nearby Tommy Lee. So perhaps they were 
cozying up neighbor wives. Oh, like taking the trash out, like. Yeah. Oh, hi. Uh-huh. oh, hello. I need to bump into you, also. so to speak. Can I see if that video is real? <laughs> well, this would be really interesting, but I doubt it's true. Share. Oh! Oh! If Wait. I could turn down no, that your can't be right. No way. Share and oh, Tommy Lee. Holly, tell us more. Yeah. So, Share. Good job. Hooked up with Tommy Lee. Recently? <laughs> <laughs> There's no timeline on this. I just, okay, so it just sometimes when you're, let's say in your 70s, Things may be. Have you a met little... Suzanne Summers? There, that is true. Yeah. There's bioidentical hormones, man. Donna, get on it. No, yep. I'm afraid. What? I'm oh. afraid of like. Like I can't come effects. to work today. I'm so horny. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already have that with one person in our staff. I'm a, no, well, I'm that's true. Lori. We, no, I meant I'm afraid of. Side yeah, thanks, Grant, for saying that. By the way, as if we didn't all know who you were talking about. Yeah, Thank you. Right. Yeah, you're right. The obvious. Wow. Okay, that's interesting. I like it. It doesn't necessarily mean that this hookup happened recently yeah it could have been like in the 80s yeah tommy lee is currently married to social media star britney furlon oh are they still married they're still married i checked on it over the weekend by the way why i don't know she She talked about her start on don't forget what was the name of that app that i've already forgotten and she had the cute little doggy okay that was a wonderful blind item. Yep. Yeah, that was good. Tommy Lee and Cher. Good wow. for them. Yeah. Wow. Here's another sexy one. Blinded good job, you guys. Celebrity hookups. This permanent A-list mostly movie actress, who was the highest paid actress for a long time, used to hook up with this A-plus list mostly movie actor, who is best known for that long-running action franchise. Okay, so a top so, dollar. So long list. Is that like, um, are we looking at the Fast and the Furious franchise? No. Okay. So it's not a rock. No. Okay. Uh, so permanent A-list movie actress like a Julia Roberts. Whoa. Oh my God! Oh no my God! She's on fire. How did you get there? On fire. Because she was for the longest time the the A-list actress. Yes, yeah. I get that. But well, where and did she you... just celebrated her 20th anniversary uh, oh. with Tom Ford? No, what's his name? Tom no. Monroe. No. Danny Mud. Motor. There you go. That guy. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> you know. M in there. You know, it rhymes. Okay, so. <laughs> who did she hook up with him? Who's the movie star? So. Was a movie star. Remind us who the movie star is again, Holly. An A-plus list, mostly movie actor, who is best known for a long-running action franchise. Now, I'll give you a hint. That action franchise started in the late 80s. Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones? Uh, Tom Cruise. Okay, that's where I was going, Donna. So okay, if it's not right. Tom Cruise and it goes back to the 80s. Late oh, 80s. How about... Well, oh, but does he go back to the late 80s in that franchise? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking maybe it was like a 007. So it's a mostly movie actor. But they were famous on television in the 80s before they started their movie career. Mm. Oh. David Caruso. <laughs> Little early, but uh, don't, what? Um, okay, so well, actor, yeah, <laughs> actor, actor. Oh, Cloney. But what uh, franchise? You've got to oh, think of like a movie franchise. Oh, that's right, so, I forgot about the so movie like franchise. Harrison I was Ford, thinking too. You know, we got to think. So if it's not, think about the '80s, man. And all, there were like Die three. Hard, Bruce Willis. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's good. That's a good. Oh, 
He did it again. Wow. Uh, you I guys are knocking it out of the wow, park. Holly, uh, remind us what we're talking about. So our celebrity gossip mystery solved is Julia Roberts used to hook up with Bruce Willis. Oh, I kind of am ha- I'm good. Cute. Happy. I mean, were they... Honest Cute. about that. I mean, I like, like oh, yeah. were they cheating? Was that a Demi Moore? Oh, was that a cheaty cheat? Mm. Was it a Lyle Lovett cheat? Oh, Ooh, nice. remember that? <laughs> I remember yes. Lyle Lovett. Wow. <laughs> What's he up to? He's singing. Okay. <laughs> um, I have, um, <laughs> I have, I have so many questions about how they did it. Um, or no. What okay. Position? What, what was the movie franchise? <laughs> Die Hard. Oh, the Die Hard. Oh, God. Okay, Donna, okay. but he got his start on TV. Yes, Adam, the, Moon, with what's her face? Uh, Moonshiners. Moon yeah. Moonshiners. <laughs> <laughs> Moonlighting. Okay. All right. We're there. We're there. We yeah. got there. Oh, come on. Give us more. Yeah, we need more. Oh, These two oh. are like knocking them out of the park. Oh, my God. Hold on a second. I was looking for moonshine music. Yeah, I was going to get Foggy Bot and break down, but <laughs> we'll get to that later. Now, here's another blind item that's been revealed. Another piece of celebrity gossip mystery. Now, I'm going to paraphrase here. And Grant. Uh, it's pretty common knowledge that this A-list singer and actress once split with her significant other on Valentine's Day. Now, people assume it's because her significant other uh, shot near nearly killed someone. Whoa. That played a little part in it, NT Lawyer is sure. But the real reason that these two broke up is she showed up unannounced because she wanted to talk about the shooting and found an orgy going on in Mm-mm. her significant other's home. Okay, that's a lot. Everyone was <laughs> naked. Her significant other was literally well, doing it. I know, right? He was doing it? Yeah, With? doing it on a chair while smoking cigars. Okay. And when he saw oh, her, he never even stopped having sex oh, with the person. Yeah. He just kind of waved. <laughs> he waved. <laughs> With what hand? I mean, where's the cigar? He's having sex on a chair. Cigar? Where's the hand available to wave? Okay. So we got Clearly a, s- a talented individual. Yes. A-list singer and movie actress? Yes. A-list singer and movie actress who had a creepy husband. Was this? Well, they were never married. Oh, excuse me. Creepy partner. And this person shot somebody? Yeah. Yeah, there was a whole thing. This was a big celebrity gossip to do, I would say, about 20 years ago. 20 years ago. 20 years ago. It's the year 2000. Yeah. Okay. Not Whitney Houston, no. 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 Now, let's narrow down the singer. Slash movie actress. Like, A-list. Yeah. When was she, was she, is she Early more 2000s. A-list for the singing or the acting? Uh, I would say that this person is A-list for all of the above. Oh, then mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez was big back then. <gasps> and an actress and a yes! singer. Oh, my God. Mark oh, Anthony. No. <laughs> oh. Did he? Puff Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because they weren't married. Got it. There we go. Ew, and he did. He was the guy with the cigar. And that's thing. just like yeah, that's what I want to talk about. That's yeah. just that's some skills. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's to like not skip a beat, wave while smoking a cigar, having sex at an orgy on a chair. I mean, that's rubbing your belly and patting your head next right. to that <laughs> chewing while gum. chewing gum and walking. Weird. <laughs> Ew, David. Uh, I don't Ooh, understand orgies. Can we just go on to? Can do we, we have, have a quickie? Yeah, sure. All right. No pun uh, Speaking of orgies, orgies. <laughs> well, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose this celebrity gossip mystery could be sexually adjacent. So a few years ago, this person's parents went to a Dead and Company show at Red Rocks in Colorado. 
And during one set they saw, very much to their surprise, a small cluster of casually dressed security walking with this married A-plus list mostly movie actor who's a multiple Oscar winner slash nominee, who is accompanied by a much younger person in their 20s who is very much not their wife. So it's a nominee, not a winner. No, it is a winner. Oh, winner. Oh, well then the 20s winner, Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, Sorry. uh So the person was in their 20s? No. The girl or the the person? The girl, the woman. That they were walking with. <gasps> Leo was a good guess. I have. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I have to say, because he's notorious for that. But a dead and company concert, so let's go there too. So this person's parents were there. Yes. Oh. And so this gossip comes courtesy of somebody's whose parents told them that they saw this A-plus list mostly movie actor who's married with somebody who was much younger mm-hmm. than him who is very much not his wife. Gosh. Let's just start throwing out names. Uh, Johnny is- Depp. Nah. It's a good guess. Good yeah. guess. Jared Leto. Oh. No. The reason this is, younger. Yeah. this is a celebrity gossip mystery is that this name you wouldn't necessarily associate with this kind of behavior. Oh, Tom, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Wow. No! You what? got a three for four, whatever the phrase is. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tom Hanks. Ew. Come on, really? We're not supposed to do that. No, Forrest Gump, you're supposed to be. Thomas. What's going on here? Yeah, so Tom Hanks at a Dead & Company concert with somebody who wasn't Rita Wilson. Now, I'll tell you this, everyone. Google Tom Hanks and actress Jennifer Goodwin. Because there's a long-standing rumor that those two had an ongoing thing for years. Hmm. So Jennifer, 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 Jennifer uh, was in what was a Sister Wives type of show? You know which Uh, one I'm talking about? Sister Act. No, it was. Oh my gosh, it was. Are you talking about the Mormon show? Big yes. Love? Big Love. Oh, she big was love. one of the stars of R. Big R. Love. She was in that Johnny Cash movie. Oh, Jennifer Goodwin. Yeah. Really I just watched cute. the Who Do You Think You Are episode with her where oh, she learned about her family. Me. Well, anyways, there's a long-standing rumor that she and Tom Hanks had a situation going for a while. Okay, there are lots of photos of them on the Google. Oh, no, really? Oh, oh I'm going to goog. She's a young-looking girl, too. She is young. Yeah. Woof. Hey. She's probably pushing 40 now, but... Well. well, mm. Who isn't? Everything's relative, <laughs> right, right? If only. Oh, those were good, Holly. Thank Holly, you. thank you so much. Donna 
and Grant, the two of you have earned your wings and are welcome to play this game whenever you like. Okay. I mean, literally, I would just leave the studio if you want to take over. (laughs) I'm fine with it. Thank you. And we hope you come back tomorrow. We will. We'll be here. And the next day, and the next day. And when we return, we got to get the Cobra Gang together. Um, There's something going on with Ricky Martin, and uh, we need to talk about it. We'll be right back. Thank you, Holly Roberts, for that weather update and more. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm the Bradley. Colleen will be back next week. Don't forget to download our app. The MyTalk app has all your favorite shows that you missed, podcasts, listener awards, and more. Holly. Yeah? There was a blind item about a story I was reading about over the weekend that I know you guys talked about. And um, I did not get this blind item. So would you mind catching me up? Yes. In case you missed it, a celebrity gossip mystery that we talked about last week goes as follows. The former A-list dual language threat singer is going to be forced to settle with his former manager unless he wants what happened in the past to resurface and permanently end his career. Oh, God, it all makes sense. The manager teased it. So he would know it would come up come up in depositions, which then would be leaked. It is completely separate from the things that happened when he was a teen. Okay, this is all of the things. We are clearly talking about Ricky Martin, are we not? Clearly. Because the story that I saw, not aware of the blind item you just read, was about Ricky Martin denying allegations over the weekend in this domestic abuse restraining order case that was filed in Puerto Rico. And, but within that story, there was also a conversation about the lawsuit that he is, uh, or is it a lawsuit? I forget. Yeah. An actual lawsuit from the former manager. And it presents those as two distinct stories. And I thought, well, we need to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Well, your blind item means not only do we need to talk about it, it sounds like, those two stories are actually very connected, or at least the way we're finding out about them is very connected. Yeah, and Bradley, when you were gone, we solved that blind item, figured out that it was Ricky Martin, and we couldn't figure out what the career-ending secret would be. <sighs> that was before these allegations of domestic abuse came forward over the weekend on a Friday afternoon on a holiday weekend when nobody would see it. Uh, exactly. So can I just, um, you know, for the audience who doesn't know what we're actually talking about, Please. Um, we know that there was a complaint filed um, and apparently was made under what's called Law 54, also known as the Domestic Abuse Prevention and Intervention Act. Um, they don't reveal the person's name, but essentially, if I remember in summary, the person alleges that he had a relate or they had a relationship with Ricky Martin uh and that Ricky wouldn't end the relationship and it became very uncomfortable and Ricky Martin would show up at the person's house mm. and so the person then sought to get this restraining order now what i should say is that at the point that the story was written that person had not gone to police to file that uh restraining order they did this legally like at the courthouse or whatever the you know equivalent is of the non police institution uh, filing of this protection order. Yeah. So that adds a new piece of the puzzle to this because before the blind item or when that blind item was published late last week, we were going with the story that Ricky Martin had been hit with a three million with a lawsuit claiming 
three million dollars in unpaid commissions from his ex-manager. And the ex-manager claims that she saved him from, quote, potentially career-ending allegations. And they said as much in this lawsuit, Deadline.com reporting, that the there was an unspecified potentially career-ending allegation in September of 2020. And that the ex-manager in her team said that uh, they may not be the only people with information on Ricky Martin. And to what that information would be, We don't know, but perhaps this restraining order story sheds a little light on potentially what could be happening. Yeah. So, again, the dots have not fully been connected, but there is a lot of smoke in this particular case. And it will be interesting because I think I think the thing that a lot of the audience is probably also conflating with this story is something you referenced at the tail end of that blind item about Ricky Martin. Yeah. Which is the caveat that this has nothing to do with the. Uh, I don't remember how the blind item worded it. This has nothing to do with the recent documentary. Right. So the way that the blind item said it, Bradley, is that this this Ricky Martin lawsuit is completely separate from the things that happened to Ricky Martin when he was a teen. Now, this blind item alluding to perhaps things happening to Ricky Martin when he was a member of the band Menudo, which he has denied for decades. However, there is a new documentary on HBO Max where multiple members, former members of the teen band Menudo, come forward and say that they were abused at the hands of the band's manager. Mm. And it is a pretty explicit documentary. Ricky Martin's not involved in this documentary in any way, shape, or form. He doesn't give any kind of statement. He does. He's not a talking head. So, well, and Menudo had a life before and after oh, Ricky yes. Martin. So it's kind of, but most people just again, our cultural pop cultural understanding is Menudo. Ricky Martin, Ricky Martin, Menudo. So you would imagine there's a lot of conflation going on there. But this story, also fascinating. Very. Worthy of a documentary. Oh, I wish we had more time to get into this. But here's what I do know. We will continue to follow this story and connect those dots when we see them. But when we come back at the top of the next hour, Holly watched a bunch of stuff, probably like you did over the fourth weekend. And um, she's going to tell us what she loved, what she didn't, and I'll give you some ideas of things to add to your uh, wish list when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.